Hey, friendly reminder, this podcast is not for kids or people who have a stick up their ass. Friday, 5.58 p.m. I'm sleeping with my best friend's husband. I think my uncle killed someone in I his think suicide. I am I a sugar baby. Mom addicted to Adderall. I think I my sister is my actually my uncle's kid. My What's your secret? Welcome back to another week of Beyond the Secret. My name is Ace Fanning, and I have only one goal right now in life, and that is to give you a distraction from everything going on in the world. So, with that said, I am bringing you not just one story tonight, but two. Up first, this story is more like a mini-sode, and if you're only interested in hearing about being your husband's own personal porn star, then you can skip forward to about 15 minutes and 30 seconds and start there. But if you want to laugh so hard that you will cry, keep listening. And... Also, I apologize ahead of time for what sounds like a weird dying cat in the background. That is me, wheezing for air and completely unable to control my laughter. This is Hot Yoga. I think before we even get into your story is my question. My question for you to start everything is, why did you go on this day? I I didn't want to. (laughs) I had not worked out since senior year of high school. That was like nine years ago. Um, We were going away for a girl's trip and I was staying the night at my girlfriend's house and she's really fit. And she was like, okay, the only issue is I have to go to hot yoga in the morning. And I was like, cool. I'll sleep in. (laughs) And she's like, no, you have to go with me. Just try it out. It's going to be fun. Like, let's just do it. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm cool. Like I'm game for anything new. So I didn't want to (laughs) go, but I'm like the friend that's always like, sure. Like I'll just try it once and maybe I'll like it. Maybe I'll be a fit chick, but that was not the case. (laughs) 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 So we went and we're signing like all the paperwork and they're like, Oh, is this something you're interested in long-term? And I was like, I just want to try it out. Like I'm not fit. Like I'm not like a yoga person. I'm not like a workout person. I used to be, but that was like pre-kids. So um, we, we went in, my girlfriend got our mats and everything. And she was like, okay, like this is going to be like, it's going to get hot. And I was like, Oh, that's fine. Like I used to wrestle. We used to sit in saunas and she was like, no, it's going to get really hot. And we're working out. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I got this. And she said, like, like the only issue is like, like the instructors don't like whenever people leave in the middle of a the class, like they think it's rude. It's like, you, it's disrespectful. Like you can't get up and leave. Like they'll call you out. And I was like, oh, what bullshit. Like if I want to leave, I can leave. But she was in, like persistent, like, no, don't leave. You don't want to be that person. Like if you can't like do it and just like lay down for a little bit and like get back up and try perfect 
if I can't do it, I'll lay down. The instructor comes in. I have like, I look like a super yoga person. I have her outfits on and they're like, oh, we have a beginner. Like this is so-and-so and she's going to try hot yoga for the first time. Everybody give her a hand. I'm like, oh my God, nobody look at me. And <laughs> they come in, <laughs> they turn the, the sauna on and she's like, okay, like this is just like to get our bodies regulated and like, let's stretch. And I'm like, oh my God, this is getting so hot. I don't like being hot. I don't like being sweaty. Like, what did I agree to? This is an hour long class. I used to like, I was a competitive cheerleader. I was a wrestler. Like I, I was like sure that I would be able to do it. <laughs> there was like an 80 year old man behind me. <laughs> like I, I thought I was set. Like I was 23 at the time. Like I was like, this is perfect. Like I got this. No, like absolutely not. Within the first five minutes, I was on the floor dry heaving, dry heaving. Like I've never like, <gasps> and I thought I was going to die. I saw my life flash with my eyes. Like it was ridiculous. And my girlfriend was like, you're doing so good. I'm so proud of you. And she's like, just take a breath, just take a breath. And like try to like get back on it. And I'm doing it and I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my God, fuck. Like I can't do this. Like it's five minutes in, like I'm dying and I'm turning around and that 80 year old man's like, keep it up. And all these other people are like, keep it up. And I'm like, fuck. So I get back up and I'm like, I got this. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Like after another five minutes and I'm on the floor, like, I can't do this. I need water. Like I got to go. <laughs> she's like, no, like they're going to get mad. And I was like, how much longer? <laughs> and she's like 40 minutes. <laughs> you have 40 more minutes. I was not prepared for any of that and like I kid you not every five minutes I was like how much longer and she's like 30 minutes like 35 minutes 30 minutes like and then I would like try to do the workout and I like would just be on the floor dry heaving and I look at her and I'm like oh my god I'm literally about to shit myself like I can't do this much longer. <laughs> and she's like, well, just lay down then. Like, you don't even have to work out. And I'm like, I can't even lay down. Like, I'm literally about to shit myself. <laughs> and she's like, no, like, don't leave. Like, they're going to get mad. And I brought you. And they're going to get mad at me for bringing you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm watching her. And she's just, like, so flawless, like, doing everything right. And I'm on the floor, literally, like, drooling like just coming like but very little drool I have in my mouth and I was listening to your secret how you were like your stomach's bubbling I'm like oh my god like I'm literally about to shit myself and I want to go but I don't want to be called out like I had never related to anything more than I did whenever you said like when you know you know and I'm like like I'm literally about to shit myself I'm like how much longer (laughs) she's like um 20 minutes (laughs) and she's like you're doing so good oh my god like I can't do this anymore and I just start farting (laughs) (laughs) like at first they're silent farts (laughs) and I'm like oh that's not bad like it could be anybody like it could be the 80 year old man behind me for all everybody else (laughs) nobody has to know it's me but everybody is also like doing everything perfectly fine and I'm the only one on the floor like like dry heaving and farting (laughs) 
everybody else, like the eight-year-old man, like, like I'm not big, but I'm bigger. Like I'm bigger. And there's like a morbidly obese woman doing it <laughs> 10 times better than I was doing. <laughs> I'm like, and I don't know. This was at like 5.30 in the morning. Like this is when the early birds come, like early bird special. Everybody, like a lot of older people are there. And I'm like, just laying on the floor, dry heaving and farting silently. And I'm like, oh my God, this smells so bad. Like, I I don't know. <laughs> and she's looking at me like, what's that for you? And I'm like, I, I really have to go to the bathroom. And she's like, okay, just wait. Because if we have like 15 more minutes, like you're going to be fine. Like, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so good. I'm like, oh, this woman looks like a goddess right now. Like she could be balancing on her head and she's doing so good. And I'm like, still dry heating just because it's so hot and so like dry in there. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I'm laying there and I'm just laying on my back, trying to like regulate my breathing. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, I, I don't know. I have to fart and I have to poop because it's seriously getting ready to go. <laughs> I'm laying there and like the biggest fart comes out and it's not just like a silent stinky one. <laughs> it's like, a loud like gnarly like <laughs> like juicy one. <laughs> like, it's like a juicy one and at this point I'm like sorry sorry <laughs> like, it was the man behind me like it, like I should have been wearing a diaper that he was probably wearing like I was like <laughs> and my friend my friend was like oh my god like you really have to go that bad I'm like no like I already went <laughs> what do you mean do I have to go like I already went <laughs> and she's like and I'm thinking she's gonna be like just go just go but she's like 10 more minutes <laughs> okay <laughs> so I'm just laying there with poop like diarrhea all juicy and I'm like oh my god like what the fuck and it's like you know how when you fart like it like the smell goes away like absolutely not like there was no going away smell like it was like lingering and mind you like we're in a giant sauna like it was like raunchy like like I wasn't doing anything and I was drenched in sweat (laughs) I was laying there driving and I was drenched in sweat so I'm like oh my god and she's I'm like how much longer and she's like five minutes and I'm like laying there and I'm just like (coughs) (laughs) like juicing out like and it's not like and at this point everybody's like oh my god and like I'm like how is nobody else gagging right now (laughs) now not only am I like dry heaving and like shitting myself like I'm literally like like this is nasty like it's so hot it is so raunchy like people I'm looking around and people are like trying not to look at me like they're like oh like it's the first time like she's okay and I just keep farting like the rest of the 10 minutes like silent ones loud ones like juicy ones and I'm like and the the instructor was like came up to me like are you okay and I was like how much longer and they're like and um, we're about to close up and I was like okay and then they like went to the front of the class and like was like namaste and my friend was like okay you can go I'll get your mat I have literally, literally like never ran as fast as I had been like I ran to the bathroom and I am literally like 
hunched over the toilet, throwing up everything, like all the juices inside me. And I'm like, oh shit. And I'm as like mid throw up, I just start like shooting out everything out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> like going at it from both ends. And so I get up and I like pull my, like, I don't like even, I didn't even like want to pull my pants down because like <laughs> I had like shit all over <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, like it's going to start running down my leg. Like I have to take these off. So I sit down and I'm like on the toilet, like mid diarrhea <laughs> and pulling my pants off with diarrhea going down, like from taking them off like on my legs and I'm throwing up and I'm like throwing up in my dirty pants because I didn't want to make it an even bigger mess for everybody like on the floor. And like, there's people coming in at this point <laughs> trying to like rinse off for work or like just take a shower, or, like get undressed. And people are like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Or like, people come in and like, you could just hear them walk out <laughs> or people are just like, like sniffing, like, oh, what did she eat? Like, what is dead inside her and my friend comes in and she's like hey are you okay and I'm like no I'm not okay why would you do this to me I'm throwing up I'm like shitting I'm just like like literally you would think I was on my deathbed the way I was acting and I was like look I ruined your pants you don't want these anymore And I need pants because now I have nothing to wear. And my friend's a nurse. And so she had like extra scrubs in her car and she went and brought them to me. And I was in the bathroom for like probably 20 minutes, just like dry heaving and shitting myself. Like I was at one point, I was like laying on the bathroom floor at this hot yoga place thinking this was the worst day of my life. (laughs) And she gave me her pants. I rinsed off in the shower. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, can we just go? Seriously, can we just go? So we go to her house and we're laying on her bed. And I'm just like, you need to put towels down everywhere because I'm literally about to like make your bathroom just or make your bed like just as bad as I made that yoga studio. (laughs) Like, you don't want me in here. (laughs) So I'm laying on her bath. Like, she's like, come to the bathroom. So she lays towels out on the bathroom floor. And I'm laying on the bathroom floor, like, dry heaving still. And, throwing up. and I just start, like, shitting on her bathroom floor with towels down. And I'm, like, <gasps> dying. That was, like, for an hour and a half. Like, she had, like, showered, got dressed, like, made herself breakfast. And I'm just, like, dead on her bathroom floor. <laughs> oh, my God. I love a pooping story. (laughs) I've literally just been crying the whole time. I think especially because I knew what was going to (laughs) happen. I had no idea. I wish somebody would have been like, you know, you haven't worked out in very long, so it's going to be kind of harsh on your body. No. No. Were you feeling ill before the class at all? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm not a big drinker. Like, we had like she had like three glasses of wine. I had a coke. Like, no mix-ins, just a coke. We went to bed at a good time. Like, no, I was all set. 
I was like, oh, this is, we went to bed early to wake up to go to hot yoga. And I was like, oh, I feel so good waking up early. I feel like this is going to be a good day. Going to get a workout in. No, no, I, <laughs> it's not. I will never do hot yoga after listening to this. Never. <laughs> never do hot yoga. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, that story just kills me. <laughs> oh, I feel like we all needed that laugh. And that's why I wanted to include it at the beginning of today's episode. Um, before you begin this story, I just want you to know a few things. Like I told you last week, I have scrapped my entire show lineup because everything I had planned dealt with a lot of emotions. And I think everyone has enough of their own feelings right now. And I just want to give everyone a break from feelings. I had another interview lined up, but they had to cancel last minute. And I was so thankful that this story landed in my lap because I feel like it was exactly what I was looking for. Side note, don't worry about the phone vibrating during the interview. It stops after a few minutes, and I apologize for any other weird audio issues. I tried to edit them all out, but there's still a few. So, recorded just yesterday, this week's secret, I am my husband's own personal porn star. Walk me through you as a person. What what kind of person are you? I'm a pretty quiet person. I've always been a little on the shy side. I'm a middle child, and I know some people blame it on that because my older sibling was the crazy one. And then by the time my younger one came along, my parents just didn't care anymore. So I was pretty quiet. I didn't, I had like two friends in high school that I hung out with. Um, I love to read. I am totally an introvert, but um, being forced to stay inside is a little bit different than choosing to stay inside. Um, I love to work out. I love going to the gym. I sometimes like to run, but I'm a pretty quiet person. And so I think when people learn what my husband and I do, it's a little surprising. Tell me about you and your husband. Like what kind of marriage do you guys have? So we were married after dating for six months. We've been together 13 years. So it's been a long time, but we're, what's funny is he and I are pretty opposite in a lot of things. He grew up very differently than I did. I grew up super religious and he did not. So we don't, we don't have a ton of the same interests either, but it balances us out. Like he is willing to try things for me. I'm willing to try things for him. We have a pretty good relationship. If I were to meet you guys at a party of a mutual friends, like what, what would I find from watching the two of you together? That we're still very much in love with each other. I don't think we ever really got out of the honeymoon phase. 
it's he's definitely more social than I am. So at a party, you can tell that he's very concerned and making sure that I'm okay, that I'm not super overwhelmed and that I'm involved in the conversation. Um, so you can tell that we still have it pretty good for each other. And do you guys have kids together? We do. Yeah. What are you guys like as parents? Uh, <laughs> I probably have some room for improvement. Um, like most parents, I think, but our kids are pretty well adjusted. Uh, we're not super strict. Mm-hmm. I feel like they get exposed to so much out in the world as it is that I would rather be the one exposing them to certain things so that I can kind of control it mm-hmm. as far as questions and what they're experiencing. But uh, our kids are pretty good. They're actually really well behaved, which is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So walk me through, I mean, before you really get into the secret, walk me through you and your husband's sex life. <laughs> It's pretty active. Um, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we have our ups and downs, you know, and when like, you know, when things are crazy, it obviously doesn't happen as often, but it's definitely gotten less vanilla over the years. That's for sure. I think we should just jump in. So walk me through, walk me through how this whole situation started, how it even came up. So he worked out of town for a while. So he was gone for three weeks and then home for two and then gone for three and home for two. And like I said, I grew up super religious. I was, he likes to tell people that I was repressed as a child. And so now I'm a freak according to him. But I see, and I'm a firm believer that a lot of people have deeper, darker fantasies than what they want to share with the people around them because they're afraid they're going to be judged. Um, so when he worked out of town, obviously the topic of sex came up a lot. Uh, so we kind of dived into certain things and I know people like it's, you're not supposed to have like the numbers conversation before we got together. And so both of us actually had fudged mm-hmm. our numbers. And so everything kind of came out as far as that and certain fantasies that the other one had. Um, it was actually his idea to start the whole thing. It started off with bringing in another woman because I've always been curious. So we found a girl that he went to school with that was totally on board, was going to do with it. Turns out she was in a relationship, which we did not know. Boyfriend found out she hit the fan. And so that did not happen. But that kind of opened up the door a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned me with another guy. And I was very very anti the idea at first I just could not imagine myself in that position I guess uh, with somebody that was not him and so I was it was an absolute no for me so we had probably been married for five years at this point when he suggested bringing in like you with another man it would be more so just him watching you with another man or like how you were going to bring the girl in and all three of you would be involved. So he actually has zero desire to be involved or see it in person. I send him pictures and videos. Okay. A lot of people want to put a label on it and we don't 
really like to put a label on it because there's so many different categories in the whole open marriage polygamy polyamory thing and so we just when we we don't really tell people so when we tell people we just say we have an open marriage and just leave it at that but really it's more for me to go out and have I think I think he's called a stag I think that's the word so it's not like I cuckold him and punish him it's more for me to go out and have fun and send him pictures and videos okay I've heard this cuckold I don't even know how to fucking say it, but I've heard the word before. What exact, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? So there's like this whole thing. And some of it's pretty harsh where like they, some of the women put their men's dicks in cages and they're like tiny little things. I don't see how it's healthy. And I'm totally not about that life. I don't have a mean bone in my body. Um, but like, and they don't let him come. They don't let him have sex with him while they go out and fuck all these other guys. And so, I mean, I'm sure there's more to it, but that's just what, I've seen on it and I just, it's designed to humiliate the husband. And I I just, we don't do that. I don't like that. Oh God. That sounds, so that's what the, the cage is for. So like your dick doesn't, can't get erect. How does it stop yeah, an much. erection? Does, how does that work? I don't know, but there's so, t- you should Google it. And like, it <laughs> is mind blowing. How some of the, I'm like, how does that fit? Like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Oh, okay. So back to your husband brings up this idea of you being with another man. You're, you're against it originally. Yeah. It, it probably took a year and a half, two years for me to entertain the idea. So when you were against it, like how often this is like, just, I don't know. I'm just fucking nosy. Um, also lacking. (laughs) lacking a lot of social interaction right now how often does like the conversation come up like oh i just wish that you could be with another man or i'd love to watch another man fuck you or whatever it is how often are you guys talking about it it would depend sometimes it was every day for like two weeks and finally i would have to tell him be like stop asking me i don't want to fucking do it um other times he would just kind of toss it in as a joke and then, cause like he and I send porn to each other all day, almost every day. So he started sending some of that stuff in and like every now and then I think he figured out that like shoving the idea down my throat was not going to work. So it took me a while to open up to the idea of it, but he would, he got to the point where he would just kind of slide it in and then just keep talking about something else. So it wasn't such a big deal. Okay. Two questions. First, if your husband had said to you, um, I would love to just watch you with another woman, you feel like, do you feel like you would have been more comfortable with that? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And so if if, if he had said that you would have already been doing it and call it a day. Yeah. Well, and what's funny is he is, he's like, you know, I never really girl on girl wasn't normally my go-to he's like watching because we've done it a couple times with other girls at this point but that's why we started with the idea of another woman and then it kind of escalated from there but he says that watching it in person is very different than watching it in porn but I think that was his way of kind of like softening the blow I guess that he wanted to see me with another guy by starting off with bringing someone else in that I was more comfortable with 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, where are you um, in regards to like your sexual identity? Like, are you the she can go down on me kind of girl or are you like a let me all at it or I just want to make out and have fun? Uh, <laughs> a little bit of everything, I guess. Um, honestly, <laughs> for, <laughs> for me, it's more of a let me at him kind of thing. Okay. And my second question that I, I wanted to ask you was you and your husband send each other porn just all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill to find your phone somewhere and just read the text exchange between you and your husband. Oh my God. No. Okay. So we used Tumblr for a while and then they started where they were going to take all of it off. There's still a shit ton on there, by the way. So we just send it back and forth on Tumblr. So it's not in my text messages, but God forbid somebody picked up my phone and pulled up my fucking Tumblr. I don't, I can't even imagine it. I would be horrified. Oh, and like just all sorts of like different porn or do you guys have a preference? Oh no, it's a random shit. Just whatever pops up. And some of it's like, oh my God, look how huge this guy's dick is. Or look how huge this girl's boobs are. Like, look at this. So it's not always in a sexual way. I mean, obviously it gets to that point, but sometimes it's just like, you have to see this. Like, that's just blowing my mind. I need you to look at this too. <laughs> so then, <laughs> curious, <laughs> like, are you just looking at porn all day? Like, are you always horny? <laughs> <laughs> They'll tell you yes. Um, I don't think so. Some of it's like, oh, I'm bored. Let me pull up Tumblr and see what fucked up shit people have posted kind of a thing. But it used to be that when he was sending me stuff on Tumblr, I knew I was getting laid. But it's not like that so much anymore. Um, some, like I said, sometimes it's just fun to send him stuff. And then, you know, real life gets in the way. So it doesn't always happen. But usually it does. Oh, my God. That's funny. Okay. Back to the story. So your husband's kind of, you know, bringing this up for a good period of time. And eventually you just are like, all right, fuck, I'll do it. Yep, pretty much. This is horrible. Um, I found somebody on Craigslist. <laughs> oh, God, Craigslist. I know. It was so bad. And, and looking back now, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? But I have a rule, especially now, where I meet in public first. Because... If they agree to that with like no hesitation, then I know I'm at least going to get a little respect, but a lot of them fight me on it. So I found this guy on Craigslist. We talked for a little bit. I meet him and it's fine. Like it goes okay. In the beginning, like we didn't really talk about rules and had anything like hard limits defined. So this guy comes over. My husband's home. So this guy comes over. I was going <laughs> to horrible i was gonna suck both of their dicks but my husband kind of freaked out at the last minute he's like i don't want to just go do his okay so i take this guy in my room and i suck his dick and it's like two minutes later and he's done um wait wait (laughs) wait this is so wait you guys bring this guy from Craigslist to your house. <laughs> First of all, what does the post even say on Craigslist? Like, do you say, like, we're a couple looking for a man to come over and have his way with 
my wife or what? <laughs> no. So I, um, I don't even remember, but something along the lines of, it was just me looking, um, I'm married. He is aware. We're just trying this out kind of thing. Um, cause like I said, we didn't know what the, I don't know what the fuck I was doing mm-hmm. in the beginning. So it was very nondescript. This poor guy probably had no idea what he was getting into. And quite frankly, neither did we, but luckily he wasn't a murderer. Um, so that's a plus. Were you parents at the time? Yes. Okay. So like, I, I'm just trying to imagine, like, it's just, whenever I hear these stories, I always try to imagine like where people are at in life and when these things are happening. It is so fascinating to me. Now at this point, I refuse to bring anyone to the house because my kids are old enough to be like, what the fuck, mom, that's not dad. So I don't, I don't, I don't want you to think I was saying that from a judgy standpoint or anything. Oh no, 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 I didn't really get it, but we only had two at the time and they were both really little. And so it wasn't a big deal. And it was after bedtime. And, but, uh, afterwards, so like two minutes later, he's done and leaves. And then I think reality set in for my husband Mm -hmm. and it did not go over well even though it was his idea yeah it it was ugly for a couple weeks um and I tell people and it's honest to god truth he has never not slept in our bed we've never not slept in the same bed because I just don't I don't know I think sometimes it's good to sleep on things instead of hashing it out you sleep on it you calm down a little bit and then you can talk about it but this was the only time in our marriage that I ever thought he was going to sleep somewhere else but he didn't he still slept in the same bed what was he so upset about i think it was that i actually did it because he told me because i could tell like before anything happened that he was starting to like freak out i know him pretty well and i can read him pretty well and but he was like go ahead i don't care and i was like okay fine if that's what you're gonna say that's what i'm gonna fucking do so i did but he thought Mm -hmm. i should have known better and I'm like, but you fucking told me to do it. So I did it. So it was pretty ugly for a couple of weeks. And I swore I would never do it again, like ever. And it took a long time for me to consider it as far as somebody else. It was intense for a couple of weeks. How do you guys eventually get over the fight and him being upset to him ready to do it again? So he was actually ready to do it again before I was. I had to sit him down almost. And like, I have to be very direct with him sometimes when we disagree on something like we did at this point. And I, and I told him, I was like, you flat out told me to go do it. If you didn't want me to do it, you should have said that. Like none of this go ahead, but I should have known better. I should have been able to tell that you weren't in the mood for it. I'm like, that's not how this works. It's supposed to be open communication and honesty. And so I think he, it sank in for him that I was right. And he told me to do it. So I did it. And it was more of his own issues that caused the fallout after. He finally told me later that he struggles with himself a little bit, that he does enjoy me doing this which would have been nice to know before the first time when he says that he struggles with himself like he's struggling like he didn't want his dick out next to another guy or like he struggles with feeling emasculated or 
was he able to communicate what exactly his struggles were? Eventually, yes, but I had to figure it out most of the way myself, but it was more that he enjoys me going out and spending time with someone else and then coming home. Like he feels like it makes him a bad person and a bad husband, which I don't see it that way at all. I'm like, I mean, I'm sure some people do, but I'm like, this is between me and you and what everybody else thinks doesn't really fucking matter. But I think more he feels like it makes him a bad person for enjoying it. And it doesn't. But he is to it's taken him a long time to come to terms with it. Okay. So and so like basically that's where he doesn't really want to be there is because he feels like he is more a part of it. He told me he finally told me recently, he's like watching it in person blurs the line between fantasy and reality he's like i'm aware it's you in the video but it's different seeing the video than watching the whole thing in person okay so the second time around do you guys like change things up are you like okay we're gonna do this differently yeah so we we talked about it a little more clearly um, as far as what was going to happen, like I said, he was way ready for me to do it way before I wanted to. We agreed that he wasn't going to be there, but he wanted pictures and videos. And I'm a fairly shy person. And so thinking about that stressed me out. And then like his act- reaction after the first time stressed me out. And so it, I was, I told him, I was like, I'm not I don't know if I want to do this. So I need you to leave me alone for a little while. So I dropped it. And then obviously it got brought back up again. And I was more open to the idea, but it took me a while to actually bite the bullet and do it again. How long in between the first time and the second time did these occurrences okay. take place? It was over a year. Maybe oh, close shit. To okay. Oh, wow. Again. I thought you meant maybe like six months. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure he wished it would have just been six months. But no, I took my time. And as I've done it more often, like men can be pigs and it's fucking rough. How did you end up finding the second guy? Did you go back to Craigslist? <laughs> Oh, God, no. Okay. (laughs) I actually, not that it was much better, but I created a profile on Tinder and went that route. Walk me through this, the second experience. What, I mean, obviously when you're talking to this person, you're going to have to tell them, listen, I'm looking to take pictures and videos during all of this, right? Yeah. So in my profile, like the very first thing that I put was that I am married and he does know. I thought that it would be a little difficult to find somebody, but it was surprisingly easy to find somebody that was okay with that. Um, The pictures and videos things I tossed into the conversation a little bit later and pretty much everyone was like, okay, I don't care. Like, okay. I mean, I would care, but. Oh my, I would fucking care so much. I'd be like, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. (laughs) Right. Well, and I think part of (laughs) this is horrible, but I'm like, it's never your face. It's pretty much just my face in these videos. So there's not like any way to identify who the other person is. Just me. 
but still i'd have been like no hard pass i don't want anything to do with it yeah i still don't think i would like trust you i'd be like oh god i'm gonna be on like some porn site or something right i'm gonna end up online and would you say like i want to video and take pictures so that my husband can later jerk off to this or how did you sell that i just said that uh he likes to get pictures and videos and that's it and most of them didn't ask questions Okay. I mean, guys, I mean, you offer a guy sex. He's going, yeah, okay. Sounds good. Pretty much. I think that's what it boiled down to is that I was, you know, offering no strings attached and I just wanted to do this. And it really was not that difficult. It was more finding somebody that I felt like, uh, how do I, like somebody that treated me with respect. There are a lot of assumptions made that because I do this, that I'm a whore basically. Um, and so they just expect me to come over and do whatever they want. And I don't, I don't work that way. Did your husband have any sort of like preference for the type of guy? Like, did you guys vet them together or did you just choose on your own? Oh, I chose on my own. He wanted no part of it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) he's like I don't want to see don't want to know and so now now what happens is I don't even tell him I'm doing it I go and do it and then I send him pictures and videos later oh god well this is okay this is how you're gonna get murdered I feel like with all these sex stories (laughs) I'm so scared everyone's gonna be murdered here's the i make them all meet me in public first like okay. i'm not going home to you we're not going to a hotel you're meeting me in public first and then i my best friend is actually the only one that knows the full details of everything that we do so if i am going to somebody's house or if i am going to a hotel i text her where i'm going what i'm wearing who i'm with so that in the event that i end up missing she knows where to send the cops Okay, good. I feel I can sleep a little bit better tonight knowing um, <laughs> that I'm out here trying to get murdered. Yes. Okay. So walk me through the your second time. It took me a little bit to f- find somebody. I can be a little picky, but I found this guy. We started talking, we hit it off and we, we went and had dinner, which is fine. In the parking lot, he pinned me against my car and pulled my hair, which is like a huge thing for me. And so I was like, okay, um, let's go. But I made him wait until I saw him the next time. And then I sucked his dick in the back of his truck. (laughs) (laughs) And does he film you or do you film it? Or how does that work? Um, I've... It's done both ways, but I feel like the angle is better if he does it. So the first time I did it and it was horrible. So the next time he did it and it was better. And uh, just going to be real nosy here. What happens with the cum? <laughs> um, it dip- Okay. So for the first little bit, I was only sucking dick. I wasn't fucking any of them. Um, so I would swallow for the most part. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. It's, oh God, I am not a, mm, a, I don't like it, but like, especially in the back of his truck, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So luckily he didn't come a lot. So it was fine. <laughs> and are these guys in relationships or are they single or do you know? 
As far as I know, they're all single. I don't mess with anyone in a relationship. Okay. And so what was your, what was your husband's reaction after this second time? So I think he was a little more careful about his reaction the second time. He told me everything was fine, but he gets like real quiet, even still sometimes afterwards. And I'm like, you got to deal with this. But it was much better received. And then a couple of days later, he asked me when I was going to see him again. You send this video to your husband. And is this while he's out of town that you send it? No. So he stopped working out of town. He's home every night now. Oh, okay. So then you send it to him and is is it like foreplay for you guys to then fuck or is it like his jerk off material? Mostly it's foreplay. And so does he watch it in front of you? Like he's like, Oh yeah, I like how you did that. <laughs> no. no. And what's funny is I waited till I got home one time to send him something. And he did not like that. He's like, I don't want you here. Cause he's like, I don't want you to be disappointed in my reaction. So I send it when I'm away. Then when I get home, he's dealt with his self and then I get my brains fucked out. So it works. So you get fucked twice in one night. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So then, I mean, eventually this becomes more of a thing that you guys are doing. I try to space it out. Cause I feel like if I do it too often, like it takes a toll. Cause like he's still, my priority. The kids are still my priority. And sometimes my schedule is fucking crazy with the kids and sports and all that shit. So we don't do it super often, but if I happen to find someone that I can see multiple times, that's what I prefer. You don't worry about like emotions or feelings or anything like that. Cause you had said with the second guy, you guys went to dinner, which means you had a conversation. Yeah. So, and I think I learned my lesson because I, thinking about it after work, I was like that. I feel like that opens a door that I don't want opened. So I right now I stick to we can grab lunch or we can grab a coffee because then especially where I grab coffee, if he's fucking miserable, I can just get up and leave. I don't have to worry about it, you know? Yeah. Okay. So eventually um, you move on from just sucking dick in the back of a truck to <laughs> going to hotel rooms or people's places and full blown screwing. Yes. Oh my God. This is so fucking interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. So the first time I actually slept with anybody else, he was from out of town. Uh, which I thought worked great because then I don't have to deal with the, are you free? Are you free? Can I see you every fucking night? So I met him for lunch and on my way home, stopped by his hotel. I I would much rather fuck people in their hotel room than in their house. Just a weird preference. I think. (laughs) No, I don't think that's weird. I kind of agree. And that was the first time that like you intercoursed with somebody. Yeah, that was the first time I fucked somebody else. Okay. Have you and your husband set up like different rules? Like he can fuck you, but like has to pull out to come or those sort of things? Yeah. So I am on work control, but I don't know these people. So 
condoms are always a thing for that because I don't, (laughs) the last thing I need is a pregnancy scare. Uh, or an STD. Yeah, right. <laughs> that too. <laughs> you can see where my priorities are. No, but that's been like my biggest thing too. And like my husband has this thing. He's like, I kind of want to see somebody come in you. He's like, but at the same time, I don't because I know the risk that comes along with that. So that's something that's just going to stay a fantasy because I fucking refuse. I won't do it. So most of the videos that you're recording, is it just like, like close up of like his dick and your pussy or is like <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be honest I have never talked about it like this to somebody who's not my best friend um <laughs> it just depends on the situation um a lot of it like he gets a lot of videos no I shouldn't say a lot that sounds really bad but he's gotten a few videos of me sucking somebody else's dick um from their point of view because I make them hold the camera I my preference is probably TMI is doggy style and so he's gotten a few videos like that too and obviously for doggy style the guy is holding the camera or do you ever like do you bring a tripod oh god no okay I feel like that's like too much prep work and (laughs) I'm not ready for what that might say about me so I just hand him the camera I had one who fucked me against the mirror in the bathroom and so that was a new video which surprised me because you can see his face but he was fine with it so I was like okay do they ever ask for you to send them the videos (laughs) they do they do that one because I saw that guy twice um and so he's like can you send me those videos I'm like do you want them (laughs) like yeah I do I'm like oh god okay (laughs) oh my god (laughs) And he was so good, though, about it. He's like, give me your phone. I want to video this. Or give me your phone. That's a good angle. Or give me your phone. Let's do this. And I was like, oh, my God, you're more excited about this than he is. Do you get turned on watching them back? I don't watch them. Oh, you don't? No. I don't want to watch myself, so I don't watch them. Like, how often does this happen? It depends. Um, The last two guys were fairly close together. But before that, it had been like seven or eight months since I had seen anybody. Does your husband ever send you in with like a a preference sheet? Like, oh, I'd really love to see this. <laughs> Here's a checklist. Here's what I want. Um, no, we've talked about it. Like after I've sent him one, he's like, maybe next time you could try this. Or I like he'll send me something on Tumblr and he's like, I want a video like this. I'm like, okay, I'll see what I can do. But no promises. What do you feel like the difference is between him watching you do this versus, you know, just watching the porn on Tumblr? I think because it's me. I don't know. Honestly, I've never really asked him that flat out but I think a lot of it has to do with because it's like when you find something that somebody you know is in it's like oh my god look at this like it's twice as interesting because it's somebody that you know when I feel like that kind of applies to this situation it's even better because I'm his fucking wife and she's out doing this and then he told me one time that part of it is he gets to reclaim me when I get home so I think that 
aspect of it is something obviously he doesn't get from porn. Is the sex different after you went and had sex with someone else versus if you guys were just to have sex on your own? Sometimes, yeah. Like he's like, does he get on like more... a new persona and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking reclaim you, bitch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. So it's like a I almost wonder because I've been so intrigued by this. This is like the last thing I think that would ever turn me on to watch my wife with somebody else. But I almost wonder if it's a almost in the mindset of like a like a pissing competition almost like, yeah, like you can fuck her, but look at how I do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's um, pretty much almost a competition. Like it's, yeah, but I know her body better than you ever will. I can get her off this much faster with this way that you can't. And so it kind of fluffs his ego, I guess. Does that ever give you a complex? No. Okay. No, I mean, one of the last two guys that I saw totally ghosted me and then immediately tried to hit up my best friend that gave me a complex, but nothing. I think at this point, my husband and I have talked about it enough and we're on the same page that him wanting me to do it. Doesn't give me a complex. Does that make sense? Yeah. And your husband no longer really has like an interest for threesomes or anything like that. Like this has kind of been his, fantasy come to life situation yeah we tried a threesome one time with another dude and it was fucking awful i will never do it again what happened so i had seen this other guy by myself before and it was fine everything was okay and then he came over drank an entire bottle of tequila and it totally changed who he was as a person and it just i ended up kicking him out in the middle of things because it took such a wrong turn do you ever do anal with these guys (laughs) oh god no (laughs) no i don't even do anal with my husband so that's a no and some of them are like oh come on it'll be fun i'm like "Mm, no no thank you i'm good (laughs) um what's like the worst thing that's ever happened with a guy oh Well, the one that ghosted me for my best friend could never get off, like ever. And so I I had a whole complex after him. I'm like, you know, this is just not my thing. Um, I have had a guy tell me if I was his wife, they would never find my body. I had one. They would never what? Find my body. What the fuck? Yeah, that put me off for a while. And I never even met him. We were just talking. And I think some of them assume that I'm doing this behind his back, which I'm not. And so he assumed that and said, if I was his wife, they would never find my body. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm out. God, there are some fucked up people out there. I had one guy call me a frigid bitch because I wouldn't let him go down on me in the fucking parking lot. Do you have any rules about guys going down on you during this? Is that okay? Just not in the parking lot? Uh, yeah definitely not in the parking lot i'm not i don't necessarily have any rules about it but it's not my favorite i feel like that's something that's super intimate and it just a lot of times doesn't even come up which is fine i would just i don't know i'm weird about it 
do you typically go for the same type of guy or are you kind of a give everyone on the bench a turn? (laughs) Um, I'm more of a give everyone on the bench a turn. Like if I lined up all of them, there would be very few similarities. So have you seen some, some strange bodies or strange parts? It's fascinating how wildly different dicks are. Yeah, there's such a, a range and none of them look the same. You know what I think would be the most interesting? Not necessarily the difference in dicks, but just like this is this is a TMI conversation. I can't believe I'm going to include this in the podcast. <laughs> but like my wife and I have only ever been with each other and we're like, if we're doing something weird or wrong, we don't know because we've only ever been with each other. So like, it would be interesting to see how everybody fucks. Oh my God. Okay. No, that's a hundred percent truth because I, most of my experience has been with my husband. So like I said, I know we're comfortable with each other. Like I know what works for him. He knows what works for me. And that's why, like, if I have a choice, I would prefer to see somebody ongoing because then you get more familiar and it gets a little less awkward i guess but like some people are so people are fucking weird and like it just it's especially when it comes to kissing like you would think it would be just a simple thing but it's not like at all and some of them i'm like oh honey no this is not gonna work (laughs) do some people like not want to kiss Nobody's ever flat out said no to it, but I kind of, for the most part, let them lead the way because a lot of them have never been with a married woman and in the situation that we are in. And so I kind of let them run the show and a lot of them aren't a huge fan of making out. Me, I love to make out. So some of them do, but some of them, it's not a top priority. Yeah, I feel like that'd be really weird to go from married sex, which is probably a lot more kissing because like kissing is a more intimate thing. And then into casual one night stand type of sex where, I mean, really the goal is just to get off. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a switch and I have to get in the right headspace, I guess, beforehand. And then before I come home, if I send him the video that day, sometimes I wait a few days to send him the video. Um, but that the switch, in, because it's just as much mental, I think, as it is physical. And sometimes that switch in my headspace takes a little bit longer. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see that. Has there ever been something that one of these guys has done that, like, you were like, shit, I wish my husband did that? <laughs> <laughs> so my husband does not like to make out like at all and I fucking love to like give me a hot makeout session over sex any day so when I find one that likes to make out I like to bring that up to him as kind of a well he'll make out with me how come you don't fucking make out with me kind of thing and it's a dick move and I know it's a dick move but sometimes I can't help it has your husband ever put up walls again about it afterwards or other than going kind of quiet and I think maybe the quiet is like him just 
taking it processing. all in and reflecting and processing. Um, yeah. Other than that, has he ever pushed back at all? A little. Uh, one of the last two guys was more along the lines of something that I really want. I really wanted have wanted to be like totally dominated, like restrained ball gag whipped kind of dominated. And that's not really my husband's thing, which is fine. It's not a big deal, but this guy did it. And I think that was very eye opening for him. And after that, he was very, I don't know if I want you to see him again, kind of thing. Did you guys talk about that situation beforehand? Like you and the guy, did he say like, Hey, I want to fucking tie you up and beat the shit out of you. Oh yeah. That's something that takes a ton of trust on my end. And so he had mentioned that he had restraints and I was like, I kind of want to try it. And he's like, well, we can try it. He's like, it's up to you. Um, and when he did it, cause we, we got a hotel. <laughs> so I was laying face down on the bed and my arms and legs are out on each corner of the bed, like tied up to where I could barely fucking move. And so for a split second, I was like, this guy could slip my throat and leave me here to die. And no one would find me for 24 hours. <laughs> um, that's just, people are crazy. And that's totally where my mind went. But he was very like, if I need to loosen it, please let me know. You tell me when to stop and I'll stop kind of thing. And so it was, it ended up being really fucking fun and I would totally do it again. But we did talk about it beforehand. I'm so curious about the conversations between you and your husband and just kind of like when you talk about, obviously afterwards, like you had said, like this is more of your guys's um, foreplay. But then afterwards, like, do you talk about it more like uh, <laughs> professionally, like, or like, what are <laughs> like the conversations? Yeah, almost. <laughs> so he, we don't talk about it right away normally. Like, I've learned that I don't need to ask him if he's okay when he gets quiet. I just let him be. And then he brings it up in his own time as far as was it good for me? How many times did I get off? And so we'll talk about, and then that's another way of foreplay. And he likes to watch those videos by himself. Would you ever allow your husband to do this? We've talked about that. He says he doesn't want to because it stresses him out to think about pleasing and trying to figure out another girl. And if I'm okay, which I totally get because I still you know, think about that when I go and meet somebody. But until recently, it wasn't really an option for him. Like he's more about the chase. But there was a girl that we met recently that he's like, maybe I kind of do want to try it. And I was like, fuck, okay, now I have to be okay with it. But it didn't end up happening, at least not yet. But I told like we, it's not, he hasn't done it because I told him he couldn't do it. It's been his own choice. And I think people think I, so when people ask me, like when I'm trying to get to know somebody and they're like, does your husband do this? I just say yes, because I don't want to dive into the, well, he doesn't want to, it's not because I told him he couldn't kind of thing. It's just his choice. So I just tell people, yes. What does your best friend think about all of this? <laughs> she loves it. She'll ask for details. And I'll, sometimes I send her 
the videos afterwards. It just depends on what's in the video. But she loves it. She thinks it's great that we're able to do this and still have a good relationship. How do you go from being a shy and introverted person to becoming your husband's own personal porn star? <laughs> it's a, it's definitely a switch because, and I warn these guys ahead of time. I'm like, when we meet, I am going to be pretty quiet. It does take me a minute to warm up to you and the situation. So be a little patient, but I am an extremely physical person. Like touch is my love language. And so <laughs> this sounds so bad. If I'm touched, it's almost like a switch flips and I can get in that mindset to be this vixen in the bedroom that blows their mind and my husband's mind. Are you ever scared that someone you guys might know might find you on Tinder? Yes, I am. So I have my face in it. My hair color is not that common. And so I, that gives me a way too. But I have a picture that's of me with a different color. So it's not as obvious. And I'm assuming you go by um, like a fake name. I don't actually use my real name. We just don't talk last names. My sister sort of knows what we do. None of his family knows. The rest of my family don't know. We have a couple of friends that know, but don't know the details because he doesn't want people to know. But the people that have found out, um, a lot of people assume that means that because they know I'm on board with it and I don't, we don't do that. We don't involve friends. I feel like it's better to not involve people we know. Gotcha. Do you feel like this has had a positive impact on your guys' relationship? Yes. When we first got together, I was super young and he was young, but he's got a couple years on me. So I was super young and growing up the way that I did, I never really stood up for myself. I just kind of went along with whatever everybody else wanted to do and didn't really say anything. As I've gotten older, that's changed a lot as far as being able to communicate a little better. But when we started doing this, our communication had to be perfect in order for it to work. It's been, it's been an experience that's for sure, but he and I make sure that we make time for just each other. No one else is involved. There's no videos. There's no talk of other people. There's no foreplay that is involved. Other people like it's just me and him. And I think a lot of people end up divorced because they forget to keep choosing the person that they chose in the first place. But this ensures that we like, we have to keep choosing each other. Does that make sense? Like we have to make each other a priority. I think for a lot of maybe married people, the option of other people isn't even really a possibility because they know that like they can't, but for you guys, it's, it's right there and it's, it's actually tangible and it's close to you. So then when you do get back together, it's like, listen, like I know what else is out there, but I'm still choosing you. 
it's more of a choice for me to come home to him every night. You know, like I wanted to, I didn't have to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you feel like this is a part of your guys's marriage and relationship for the long run? Or do you feel like this is just a phase that you guys are currently in? I don't know. Um, because this has been going on for seven years, eight years. So it seems like a really long phase, but I don't know that I see us continuing this forever. Like it's a lot of it started because we were both super young when we got together. And so we didn't really, well, I mean, he definitely had his dog face with girls, but not what some people had. We were both kind of forced to grow up pretty quickly. And so I think part of it is not necessarily that we feel like we missed out on something, but getting to experience the things that most people experience in their early 20s that we did not. Do you feel like this has opened up the door for other things that you guys, like, are you guys interested in swinging or are you interested in polyamory or are you interested in like, you know, you loved the BDSM situation with the other guy. Like, could you see implementing that in with your husband? Yes, we kind of do. Um, I'm definitely at home. I'm the dominant one in the bedroom. He loves to be dominated by me and I love it. I think it's super fun, but it's also nice to have the other side of that too, but he just doesn't, that's just not his thing. But as far as like polyamory, I don't, I don't think so. Like he's it for me and I'm it for him. And I have no desire to try and create a family with somebody else. And honestly, like I see these stories where these people have two wives and kids and a blended family. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I could do that. I mean, and more power to them. I'm totally not judging. Like I think it's great that they make it work, but I just don't know that I have that in me to share him intimately like that with somebody else. You're not interested at all in a relationship. You're simply interested in a good screw that is. And let me ask you this. Are you now at a point where you are doing this because it's a really big turn on for your husband or are you doing it because you like the dick? <laughs> Both. <laughs> well, and it's, it's nice though to feel, cause I mean, obviously, you know, he loves me and wants me and I know that, but it's nice too, to still be reminded that other people find me attractive too, as shallow as that sounds. And I really like dick. And sometimes my poor husband can't keep up. So, you know, it's fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to say that like, I fucking love getting to hear the different ways people live their lives. Every single time that I do an interview like this, it really does like open my eyes up to how different we all are. And honestly, like that's the whole point of this podcast. And this is going to sound very dramatic for this particular episode, but that's me. I mean, I'm always fucking dramatic. I hope that whenever you listen to this podcast, you get two things. The first being 
empathy. And if not empathy, at least understanding. Because I think that for me, before all of this, before I was doing the podcast, I was just so closed off to anything I didn't know about. But hearing these stories from complete strangers opens my eyes to it. Like, I don't... I don't see myself wanting to ask my wife to go sleep with other men and video it for me, you know, but it works for them and they like it and it makes them happy and they aren't hurting anyone with what they're doing. So why wouldn't I support them? Like I, uh, my goal in life with the exception of just a few people who I really don't like, um, I just, I want everyone to be happy. And so the second thing I hope that this podcast does for you, and again, this is, it's really weird that I'm being this dramatic after this particular episode, because this is a more fun, light episode. Um, But I hope this podcast just helps people to accept themselves more. Because like, we are all very different people with very different interests in life. And my hope is that by listening to these stories of people revealing things that they would normally just never share publicly with other people, that it like pushes you to feel confident to live out the things that you want in life. Like as long as you aren't harming anyone or like, you know, harming them without their consent, shout out to the BDSM community. You know, just fucking go for it. If, if you are curious about something, just fucking go for it. If you're not doing something because you don't want to be judged for it, but it makes you happy, fuck it. Just go for it. Like, life is too short to not experience the things you want in life. So, yeah. That is my oddly dramatic rant for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Stay safe. I will see all of you next week. Everybody has a secret.